Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Welcome back. We are talking all about the top three reasons why you struggle to succeed as an entrepreneur or as a salesperson. And to be frank, unless you have a bigger company where you have sales teams and or you are completely removed from the day-to-day operations of your business, you as a CEO and the entrepreneur, you are the best person to sell for your business. So if this sounds like you, you're going to want to stick around for today's episode. So before we begin, if this is something that you know that you want more help and support with, I'm going to invite you to come and join me inside of my inner circle. SalesMasterySociety.com is where you can find more details on how to get my eyes, my ears behind your business in order to help you grow and scale with more ease, with more uh flow without having to push as hard as you possibly can. So the top three reasons that I see coming up over and over and over again, and to be completely frank, it is unnecessary and it is creating a lot more work than you need in your life. So number one is going to be doubt and or a lack of belief. Now, back in my corporate career, we called this a lack of buy-in. Like if you had somebody, so we were highly trained as leaders in change management. Now, don't message me all because I don't know what the techniques were that we were trained on. We had a lot of white labeled um, trainings that were brought in, uh, given the, the size of the organization that I worked for. And I just remember that as we were going through this process called Kuba, know, understand, believe, and act. This was a four-step process that we were taught and led through in order to encourage our teams to be able to work through change management. And the biggest thing was buy-in, which was all about belief, right? If we did not get their buy-in, if they didn't understand what's in it for me and what am I going to walk away with, that there would always be doubt or a lack of belief in the product, in the service, in the process, in the system, in what we were delivering to our clients. And at the end of the day, that made it very tricky to encourage our teams to have the kinds of results that we needed in order to meet our goals, our quotas, and ultimately to help as many people as we wanted to. So this first thing, this first reason is so important. And why I'm starting off the conversation here is because this is something that you control. Now, whether you call it mindset or your mentality, your perception, the way that you operate in the world, are you a glass half full sort of person? Are you a glass half empty sort of person? Because a lot of times the person that is more pessimistic, negative, or doubtful is the one that feels glass half empty as opposed to full. So this doubt this lack of belief, this lack of buy-in to your own thing that you're trying to do will prevent you from seeing as much success as you possibly want. But 
that in and of itself isn't the only reason why you might be struggling or not moving forward with as much, uh, you know, just viv and vimmer that you want to be able to uh, put forward in the in, in the world. If you have belief, if you have faith, if you are a positive person, and yet you're still struggling to see the kinds of results that you want, it could be reason number two. Reason number two is all about fear. Now, I know you might be groaning or cringing, or maybe you even feel like, well, that doesn't speak to me at all. Just wait, just wait, my fine friend, because I want you to know that as a human being, we are hardwired for fear. It is in our amygdala, our lizard brain center in our brain, that basically governs whether or not we live, right? So it was created in order to help us to stay safe, to survive back in the old caveman era days when we would be eaten alive by all the animals and it was hunt or be hunted sort of mentality. It hasn't been that, that far along in evolution and human evolution that we have forgotten what it's like to be chased down by bears and lions and tigers and all kinds of animals that would eat us for dinner. And as a result, Constantly, your brain is scanning for danger, for things that are going to cause harm. And as a result, it is constantly looking for things that would create fear, anxiety, worry. And even if you are a, a positive person, it can be a running kind of white noise, right? It's just like static in the background. You may not even be, be aware of it. And I just want to encourage you that right now, if you're not seeing the kinds of results that you want, just sit down and have a little bit of a check-in and say, you know, self, is there any area of my business or my life? Because a lot of times they bleed one into the other where I have some uncertainty, where I am not sure. And it may be creating some low-level fears, anxieties, worries, concerns that I have not yet addressed. Because I'm going to tell you right now that the longer that these uh, are, are left simmering on the stove, so to speak, the more they're going to kind of bubble up and creep up on you and spill over into other areas until it becomes a rolling boil and kind of a big, huge mess. So one of the things that I have found that helps address this, it actually helps address both reason number one and two, is learning, is increasing your competency, is increasing your skill set. And it's one of the reasons why a lot of the clients that I work with, they are lifelong learners, but at the same time, there's, there's a fear that sometimes can drive our desire to learn because we, we feel like we're missing out on something, or I just don't know enough, or that imposter syndrome starts to rear its ugly head. And here's the good news. Typically, the people who tend to suffer from imposter syndrome the most are the ones that are the most qualified to do the type of work that they do, not the least. And it's only because you know what you don't know, like you understand that there's way more out in the world that you don't even know anything about than you do. And that's kind of a good thing because it keeps you humble. It keeps you in check. It keeps you really eager to help the, the masses that you're here to help. But at the same time, we don't want you stuck behind a label of less than, of not knowing enoughness. That is a terrible place to be because as an expert, especially in the subject matter that you are an expert in, people need you and they need you to stop being afraid. For me, 
My faith takes the place of faith, and it helps to bolster me against doubt and unbelief. But just like anybody else, I'm a human being, and our humanness, our innate humanness, sometimes can override uh, the, the deepest core principles that I know to be true. So if you can in, increase your skill set, so if you're here right now, you're already doing part of that, right? A lot of clients come to work with me because they need to learn the skill of sales. It is not a personality. It is not a characteristic. It is not innate to who you are as a human being. If you are a living, breathing human being, here's the great news. You have everything that you need in order to succeed at, at selling and to be good at sales. You just have to learn the skills and learn the process and understand a system and a framework that's going to work for you. And that's why I teach the way that I teach, because it's based in principles. It's based in foundational key components that then can be adapted to who you are and how you operate in the world and how you want to interact with your fellow human beings, aka your potential clients. So skill sets and focusing on your skill set and or behavior, right? Because those are kind of two sides of the same coin. It helps to increase not only your competence, how well you do a thing, but as you do a thing better and better and better, guess what happens? You get to increase your confidence. And the most confident people, confident people that I know seem to be fearless. Now, we know that's not the truth, right? Because here's the thing. We can't eliminate fear entirely. But what we can do is, is not be afraid of being afraid. Does that make sense? And I know that's very meta. But at some point, you realize that that fear has nothing to do with you and you can let it go because it's no longer serving you. And instead, you will be able to move forward in spite of fear. That's called being brave and having courage. And I know that if you're listening to this, you have done braver things. You have done more courageous things than simply having a conversation with somebody in order to encourage them or to invite them to work with you in the different products programs, services that you have available for them to purchase from you, right? That's all that is. You're encouraging them. You're empowering them. You're equipping them. You're inviting them. You're allowing them an opportunity to find out how they can get the transformation, the help and support, the access that they desperately need in order to move through the doorway from stuck to unstuck, from healthy to whole, from struggling to overjoyed, whatever it is that you help people with. Fear is optional, okay? You don't need to suffer from fear, although we may have it. Skill sets, for me, is one of the best and easiest ways for you to increase and improve both getting rid of doubt or a lack of belief, and number two, that fear. Now, I will say, because this just popped into my mind, you know, if you don't believe in your product or service, no matter how much money you think you're going to generate, it is not worth it. And chances are you're not going to sell it very well. And if you are selling it, you are probably doing it in a way that is disingenuous or completely out of integrity for who you want to help and how you want to help them. So if your product and service doesn't provide the solution, that might be causing doubt and, and, um, and a lack of belief. But at the end of the day, if you believe in your product or service, if you know that you create results, if you know that your product or service changes the world 
for your ideal clients, then why wouldn't you make the offer? Why wouldn't you get it, be getting their hot little hands on that? Just some food for thought there, okay? The third reason why you might be struggling is clarity. Now, I know, I know this is kind of the million dollar question, to be frank, because time and time again, anytime that I ask a client, well, what is it that you want? What is it that you're trying to do? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? What is the goal? Nine times out of 10, even for well-established companies, this is a challenge. And I will tell you, the bulk of my time as a sales leader, I mean, I managed multiple millions of dollars in budgets every single year. I had massive teams, some well over 100 people at, at one time that I would activate for different types of engagements and campaigns. And I mean, sales targets were at some point over $100 million in one single year. So I say all this because when you have the ability to understand that the lack of clarity happens no matter where you are in your life, in your business, in your journey, and that the number one thing that will create momentum in your business is spending time to get clear before you take action. Because oftentimes what we're doing is that we're moving so far ahead that we actually haven't taken the time to go, why are we doing this? And in fact, what are we supposed to do? Because is it actually getting us closer to the goal or the objective, the expectation that I actually have for myself? And if it's not, then of course you're going to find friction. Of course it's going to feel uncomfortable. Of course it's going to feel chaotic or look chaotic. Because if you're trying to go east, right, and your GPS doesn't understand that there's actually two cities. So here's the funny thing. I'll give you a, a live example. I grew up in Vancouver, British Columbia, which is a city in Canada, right across the border, not too, not too far, but still a, a ways away, there is another city called Vancouver, but it's in the United States in a completely different country and a completely different state. Now, very few people, and maybe you're one of them, knows that there's two Vancouver's so close together. And Occasionally, I would get people that would ask, oh, which Vancouver? Aha, which one indeed? Because if you were to put in Vancouver and you didn't qualify, your GPS may pick up the wrong location, the wrong destination. And if you're not clear, the, the journey of how you're going to get there may take you completely off kilter. So having clear expectations and clarity of context is extremely critical and one of the biggest reasons why we don't succeed to the level that we want or get frustrated because things aren't working out the way that we expect them to. Clarity of goals, clarity of expectations, clarity of communication, clarity of roles and responsibilities. There's so many different areas that this can roll up under. But at the end of the day, if we aren't clear on what it is that we're trying to accomplish, we may be trying to go at it from two different roadmaps two totally different destinations. I'll give you another example because this actually just happened today. So it's fresh in my mind. I'd ask my husband, and so I very rarely probably talk about my family on here um, because they're not in the sales world. However, they are humans that very much impact my life. And my husband is in the finance world, okay? So he loves himself a spreadsheet. And 
while I'm pretty good with a spreadsheet myself, that is not my zone of genius. It's my zone of good or excellence now. And I don't want to take the time to do it. But I had a question for him because I needed to figure something out that I'm trying to build for my clients inside of Sales Mastery Society. I want to be able to see if we were to do certain types of activities and put metrics around them, what would that do to their overall sales results? And if we were able to look at, because I really like to focus on efficiency, productivity, and doing things as effectively as possible so that you don't have to burn out and you don't have to work as hard, even though I know you are a hard worker. So getting double the results without double the effort or the work is a function of doing the right things at the right time in the right way. And if we could build in some numbers behind it in order to be able to see what the execution actually needs to look like and the variables that I know are going to impact that, I wanted to be able to build this out. Well, as I was explaining this to him and I was trying to say, I want this and this, and we need to figure out the in-between, he did not understand me. And so he said, I want a real life example. So I gave him a real life example. And at the end of the day, I gave him the example, I gave him the high level strategy and the overview. And as he started to build this out, he realized, uh, this doesn't make sense to me. And I looked at that and said, that's not what I need. I already told you, this is what I'm looking for. And until we had that clarity, he wasn't able to give me the numbers that would support the scenarios that I was trying to build out for my clients so that they can see if we put in one of these four variables, here is the amount that we would need to focus on as a percentage in order to put a dollar in and see a dollar out sort of idea, right? So that we can see, hey, this year I made six figures, maybe it's $100,000 or a quarter of a million dollars. By the end of the year, I want to double those results. And I want to be able to see based off of the things that I'm going to get them to focus on, what would that look like, right? So once I was able to explain this to him in a way that made sense for him, so to have clarity of thought and clarity of conversation and communication, aha, then the bell went off and he was able to realize, my goodness, now I get it. And I got it. And I got the exact outcome that I was looking for. So I just want you to know that no matter where you are in your journey, that having clarity, being able to let go of fear and releasing doubt or unbelief is really important for you to be able to move forward and see the kind of results that you want and be as successful as you desire. Because when you have those three things, it is very difficult. Uh, I don't want to say it's impossible. It's very challenging for you to make as much progress and momentum as you would possibly like to see. And these are the top three reasons why even though you may have all the strategies, all the tactics, all the how-tos in the world, all the coaching and support even, if you are not honest with understanding that I, I don't know what I'm doing, I, I just don't have clarity, that I am still afraid to do A, B, and C, or that I have some doubts, or I lack belief, in, in truly knowing and understanding that this will work for me, that it is going to be very difficult for you to have the intention and the impact carried out through all your activities, through all the outcomes. And as a result, you're not going to see the full depth of the results that you actually could be seeing if you were able to address 
each one of these three reasons in a little bit more detail. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope that I gave you some homework here that will allow you to understand, here's what you need to do in order to gain more clarity, in order to be able to let go of the fear and the doubt or lack of belief so that you're able to move forward and see more success in the activities, in the focus and attention and in the energy that you're spending inside of your business as an entrepreneur or as your own salesperson. Thanks so much for joining me. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Remember, if you need more help and support, you're going to come and join us inside of my inner circle at Sales Mastery Society. And you can find out more details at salesmasterysociety.com. Link is below in the show notes for you as well. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.